left now. He's coming out after Mafasa Metro. Plymouth Sharp looking for a way clear. Then Call Me the Breeze and Kiang Ignite. Off the back in 28.7. And Just Believe hit the lead turning for home. It's Just Believe taking over now from Plymouth Sharp. Further out, Call Me the Breeze and Kiang Ignite. The leader is Just Believe from Call Me the Breeze. is five metres away. But it's Just Believe. He's back. He's a star. Just Believe four metres on the line to Call Me the Breeze. It was terrific. Kiang Ignite was excellent third and then either of Plymouth Chubb uh, with RC Just Believe winning the Elder Baron Park Night Pistol bred by Yabby Dam Farms who have just been announced as the sponsor of the Great Southern Star and he will bypass next week's uh, feature trot race whose name escapes me. It might be the Cochrane Cup next week and go straight in to the Great Southern Star where he we the nominal favourite just believe and he was just clinical, Steve. He wasn't outlandish, he wasn't extreme, he just was clinical and the times are outstanding here. The lead rate 297, 30.5, 29, 3, 28.7 and 27.8. And despite the fact I was tipping Mufasa Metro to run a place, what John Justice did was he said, Rightio, I'm gonna try and win the race. I'm gonna run electric tempo from about the 1200 meter mark and let's see how good just believe really is well we found out and big tick to john justice it was nearly the drive of the night if you ask me and people think i'm crazy because i've tipped him and he's run eighth but he had a crack and that's what we want to see he wants to win the night pistol he doesn't want to run another good second he's had a crack he's had a roll of the dice and, geez, we found out how good a few horses are here. Just believe, call me the breeze and keying ignite. Massive ticks for all three, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Just believe is just heads and shoulders above them at the moment. Uh, Greg didn't even move on him. He was oh. just jog-trotting, <laughs> absolutely jog-trotting. And he's taken half a second off the previous track record. Sitting in the death, first up from an Inner Dominion series. Still got improvement to come off that. And as I said, not even pushed out, which is just scary. Earplug's still in. Um, yeah, I mean, we just don't have enough superlatives to say about him at the moment. He's he's our pin-up horse, and um, yeah, we really need to get this bloke out there to the public. And he's got the perfect name to really for the advertise too. Um, you know, just believe yeah. that's that's all you got to do. Um, and and he just keeps on doing it. Call me the breeze. Very good first up. He's just going to improve off that run. Uh, interesting to see how he went, and he really ticked the boxes with that run. Could not knock it at all. Kiang Ignite, wow. Hasn't this little fella got a future? Um, that was absolutely super. We just go to his stats very quickly. He tenth. has had... That was his 10th race start. <laughs> seven wins, three thirds against the best trotter in Australasia. And and I'm not saying that lightly. Um, bring on any of the Kiwis. I don't think they'll be beaten just believing the form that he's in at the moment. And Kiang Ignite can chase him down to 6.6 metres at his 10th race start. And he was also in the Little Black Book, got third, paid $6 the place. So hopefully, I tell you what, any of the Black Book followers Saturday night, there was just value aplenty. If you backed every single runner that was in on Saturday night out of the Little Black Book, you still came out uh, with a good profit um, well in front. If we go back through the field, there was some really good runs here. Uh, Plymouth Chubb really liked it. Tick. run. 
RC Phoenix really Tick. liked its run. I'm ready, <laughs> Jet, come through back the fence and then got out late, got to the line really well. Queen Elida has run seventh. And yet she has gone absolutely super. She's run the quickest last mile in 155.5. She's run the quickest last half, 55.8. She's the only trotter in the race to break 56 seconds for her last half. But you look at it and go, oh, she's run seventh, got beaten 12 metres. You know, it was only a fair run. It was a really good run because when they were humming and you're trying to chase them down, it is so hard. It said 28-7, 27-8. That's a that's a massive half for a trotter, 55-8. So all the way back from first to seventh, and even Mufasa Metro, who did tire late, only got beaten 13.7 metres. Um, you know, first to eight, that was just a terrific field and a terrific race. But just believe, or more affectionately known as Harry, he is the star of the show. So, so, say for example, Steve, a horse ran in the a Swedish horse ran in the Elitlop final and ran eighth or whatever, right? And came to Australia and clean swept and into Dominion, and then came to Ballarat and won a race like that in track record time. We would be saying this is the greatest trotter to ever set foot on Australian soil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't get the abilities he should because he is at home. Do you know what I mean? Like, we would yeah. be absolutely going off our tree about the horse. Rob, Rob and I spoke uh, on Trot's Vision Saturday night, and, and this is a little bit of a, a big heave, I suppose. I'll, I'll get this little part out now. Yeah, and go, that yeah. is, he, he just is the perfect horse that we need to sell to the people out there that aren't part of harness racing. He should be on billboards. He, We should be just pumping this horse up like they did with Winks, like they did with Black Caviar. This is the sort of horse that he is. He is a Winks and a Black Caviar. What he is doing at the moment is phenomenal. And we should be just hanging up signs from everywhere, you know, like we should have everyone who's non-harness racing people know who Just Believe is. And Greg Sugars and Jess Tubbs. And Yabby yeah. Dam Farms, the hot and the ownership group, every part and element of this story is just terrific. And even back to Michael Hughes, who's, who's underrated in all this because he's done a lot of work with this horse and obviously took his time with him. And and uh, Greg and Jess are, are reaping the rewards from from all that work that Michael Hughes did as well. A staggering just, story, really unbelievable. Just on Mick Hughes to 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 just let people know about Mick and how much of a good horse person he really is. He also had Norm's Lady when he retired yeah. from harness racing. There was another one from the night that he sent on uh, that he had in his care and looked after early and, and did that. You know, there's quite a few horses that he handballed on to other trainers that have gone on and, and become beautiful horses because he looks after them when they're young. He doesn't rush them and, and just takes mm. his time with them. I mean, Mick ran, was it second or third, just believe, ran in the Inner Dominion series in, I think it was third, in, in Sydney. Sydney, uh, yeah. Bef yeah, before he, he g gave the game away. So... You know, hats off to Mick Hughes in, in the job that he has done with a lot of these horses in their early preps. Yeah, he's become like he was the under-18s coach and now he's got all these horses out winning club best and fairest and, well, just believes basically won back-to-back -back, uh, Brownlow medals, hasn't he, really? Yeah, <laughs> like, he certainly has, and, yep. And we go back and say, well, all these horses came out of the Michael Hughes footy factory. <laughs> yep, yep, that's pretty much exactly how it spells. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. no, he, he's a terrific horseman and a wonderful bloke and it was a shame that we've lost him to the industry because, uh, you know, he was one of the real nice guys. Well, still is, just not in the harness industry. 